Hello, everyone, and we are live, episode 13 of the Fitness Business Growth Podcast. As always, I'm here with Mitch. Today, we're going to talk about a very near and dear topic to both of our hearts, while gym owners, while fitness business owners don't like running ads. Cue the intro. Welcome to the Fitness Business Growth Podcast, a podcast run by gym owners for gym owners. My name is Mitch, and along with Jamie, we are your hosts, and we will be discussing all the important things that you need to run a successful fitness business. From marketing, to lead generation, to sales, to retention, to staff, and much, much more. So if you are a fitness business owner, then this is for you. We hope you enjoy the following episode, and we will speak with you soon. And we're back, mate. How are you? Good, mate. What's new? How about, how about a new background? Hey, you're out in the open. Left we've, all got the, office. we've all got those things that we spend money on, mate. I spend an exorbitant amount of money on technology. I bought, I bought a computer that could literally run the NASA. Run NASA. Yeah, well, you do love your tech. <laughs> I actually was in person the weekend, mate. Saw the UFC, Alex Volkanovsky fight Islam Makachev. The most underappreciated more appreciated man in Australian sporting history. Is that a big call? Um, I mean, I, I'm not really into the UFC, but if you say so, I, I think he's he's not very well known and seems to be at the top level of the sport. So, no, number one, that. number one pound for pound. So that means that pound for pound, if he was to fight any person on earth, he wins. What about the guy that beat him? So he's 10 pounds heavier, right? So the idea would be that if he weighed the same amount as Alex weighed, Alex would win. So why doesn't he weigh 10 pounds more then? Because Islam's a bigger person. He just he can't do it. He just can't do it. Which is just, just like me and you, mate. I sit around 90 kilos, you're around 80. Pound for pound, you could just never sit at 90. Yeah, we're, getting, we're getting way off topic here. But What's today... in a fight. And uh, I've, I've put myself in a good mood talking about the UFC because I'm about to get into a bit of a bad mood. And this is something that absolutely grinds my gears to a halt and it bothers me so much, so much. And today's topic is why, why business owners, particularly fitness business owners, are scared to run Facebook ads. Mate, do you want to start with just how ridiculous that is? Ooh, the big scary Facebook ads. <laughs> it's, it's, true, it's true though. We, we speak to, to owners both both. Uh, sort of in our network and then and then people in more recent times, you know, potential clients and, and even some of our clients. And they're, they're petrified of putting putting money into the Facebook machine with the fear that it is going to eat all their money and they're not going to get any of it back. Oh, and, they're, putting in, oh, they're putting in the five dragon slot machine, hoping for the feature. Yeah, but just not, not nearly as fun. Yeah. Uh, so there, there is a lot of fear around that. And uh, and find that of it, you know, obviously that that fear can lead to inaction, and you know, people will never really sort of experiment too much with Facebook ads and, and not go down that route. And it really is holding them back from growing their business. I genuinely hope I offend every person listening right now. How dare you? Why people don't want to use Facebook ads is because you are not guaranteed a tangible result back. When you go and buy a five dollar coffee, you drink the coffee, you enjoy it. When you go and buy a cocktail, you drink the cocktail, you enjoy it, you feel good, you have fun with your friends. 
when you put money into Facebook ad, you're not guaranteed a return. Do you know what that like? Do you know what that's like? When someone purchases your fitness program, are they guaranteed to get a result? I think that's what really bothers me. It's just that it is extremely, uh, I guess, hypocritical because there's a lot of parallels that can be drawn between business and, and your health. And investing in your marketing is the same way that people invest in their health, invest in training and coaching and, and you know, your gym. And yet when the shoe's on the other foot, you know, you, you're kind of held back because of that money or because of that fear that it's not going to work, which is exactly the same fears that your, your clients have when they start with you. Well, mate, we've got three topics today. I'll bring up number one. We've kind of just discussed it. But like just your mindset around money. Now, I ain't no life coach. I'm not a life coach, never going to be a life coach, never want to go. <laughs> people shouldn't be life coaches when they're 33. What do I know about life? But what I do know is that I still waste a shit ton of money on stuff I shouldn't be buying, like a computer that, that could run NASA. Mitch, you're, you're a fitness enthusiast. You've got every concept to piece of equipment on earth. Every gym owner I know drives a fucking Ford Ranger, <laughs> like with sick rims. Like what you spend your money on in your personal life will directly correlate with how much you can spend in your business. And I'm not saying do not pull any cash out of the business. You should take cash out of the business, but you should leave some in the business to market, to grow your business. And one thing that we've always done well, mate, I wouldn't say that we're tart asses, but we definitely live humble lives. And we've had certain periods in our business, i.e. March 2023, when we opened Cardiff, when the country closed down. If we didn't have money behind us, if I was paying off that big Ford Ranger with those sick rims and sick audio system, I probably would have felt a lot more stress. But mark my words, March 22, 10 p.m., when Scott Morrison announced it, I slept like a baby. Yeah, my partner still makes fun of me for that. After hearing the announcement, then I was like, Ugh. Well, off to bed and off I went. We don't do dumb shit with our money. Yeah. Uh, no, and, and I think this is particularly important for, for small business owners, and I, and I don't think there's many CEOs of huge companies listening to this, so it's going to be fairly applicable to, to most of you guys because you, your personal expenses are directly correlated with your business expenses. When, when it is, whether you're a sole trader or you're a partnership like we are, or even if you're a small company, you know, having that, I guess, that correlation between what you spend personally and what you spend in business does does matter. And to your point, you know, if we are talking about, you know, $50 a week on, on marketing, $100 a week on marketing, $150 a week on marketing, you know, whatever that number is, you know, it's it's arbitrary, but people will spend $50 a week on, on coffee. They'll spend $100 a week on gambling. They'll spend $150 a week on, on booze or new clothes or, or whatever it may be. And, and the question I is... Sorry, I, I can't even believe we're having this conversation right now because this is the same conversation you have with every single one of your clients that give you a price objection. Yeah, and, and it's just it comes down to like, could we perhaps maybe shuffle around some of that money you're spending on that stuff to put money into growing your business. And and I think a, and a large part of it is that, obviously, which we're going to get into, that they're afraid that it's going to be money down the toilet. But you know what else is money down the toilet? Your $7 lattes that you're having every morning or or, or, your, or the gambling or you know, you, the multis that you put on every Friday and Saturday night. And I'm not saying you don't have to do those things, but if you're really trying to justify your expense and it's like, well, I can put $100 towards my business that may 
or may not get me some more clients, some more business, some more revenue, or I can go do something that isn't going to do that. If it's gotten to that level for you, then I feel like the decision's easy, but it's not. And, and people will veer away for, from what's good for them and, and focus on what's given them that short-term gratification, which, like you said, it, it's the exact same conversation you have with clients when you're trying to justify why they should continue to pay for personal training or their high price group training. And yet when the shoe's on the other foot, it just doesn't, it's not being followed. Yeah, the level of hypocrisy really just blows my mind. And the objections you get give get are the objections you give. If you have like mindset issues, I hate, even hate the word mindset. If you do not manage your money well and someone gives you a price objection saying, I can't afford your program, how dare you question them when you can't afford to grow the business, your dream? Like it just, it just, it just really, really, really bothers me. And like, if you look at it like that, like, uh, how many, how many price objections do you get, mate? Do you think are actually fear-based? And what I mean by that is when someone says they can't afford it, nine times out of 10, say the program's 70 bucks a week, 10 bucks a day, 99.99999% of people are spending 10 bucks a day on garbage and shit. And they'll say they can't afford it. But the real objection is, well, I've done this fitness program before. I've joined every F45 in Newcastle and I didn't get a result. And you're giving the same objection. I can't afford to market. Or is it that you're worried that you're not going to get the result because you may have tried in the past and it's failed? Yeah, there's, there's a disconnect between the goal and, and between uh, what they think, you know, the, the reality versus what they think is going to happen. Because... If someone said to you, like, you can put $100 into Facebook and you are guaranteed to get at least $100 back or, and that $100 could turn into 3000 or 5000 for a long-term member, why wouldn't you do it? And, and, it's, and it's not that what because everyone would do that if they believe that. It's that they don't actually think that that's going to happen for a number of reasons. But most of the time it is because they have tried it in the past in varying ways. It hasn't worked then because they've had the wrong strategy, they've had the wrong approach, they've had the wrong funnel, they've had the wrong copy, they've had the wrong image, they've had the wrong targeting, they've had the wrong, wrong everything, and yet they say, oh, yeah, that's that's just not going to work. The same way when someone joins a 24-7 gym and they go and they, they sign up, they get their key fob, and they never step foot in there again, and then three years later they're talking to you, they're a little bit unsure if it's going to work because they've tried it before and it didn't work. Although that was a terrible strategy, they had no support, no accountability, no help. And now they come into your program, which I hope has a lot of support, a lot of accountability and a lot of help. And, and they still have that, that worry and concern and fear that it's not going to work, even though it is, you know, it's very fear-based why they're, why they're not going to make that decision. But it's the same. It's the same with marketing and putting money into your business and investing in yourself to grow it. Point number two, mate. You pay for a cleaner, but not marketing. Most gyms cleaning bill is around $200 a week to vacuum the floor, to wash the floor, to clean the bathroom, clean the toilets. You're willing to pay that, but you're not willing to market your business. A better example I can give you is, I've got a client right now, literally millions of dollars into this facility, millions, like multiple, multiple millions of dollars, more money than we'll ever see in our lives. And I had, they were spending zero on marketing. Or someone opens a gym and it costs a hundred grand to open the gym with equipment, lease, fit out, conveyances. Down the bottom of the spreadsheet, hundred bucks on marketing. Like, 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 
the, the days of opening a facility, build it and they will come. I promise you, they will not fucking come. You know what I think that is? It, it, it's because it, it still is It's a variable. Like you actually have control over it. You don't have control over your rent. You don't have control over, you know, if you're paying franchise fees or your equipment lease or anything. So that that's going to happen regardless. But when, when that little marketing thing pops up, it is a decision. And people will choose the easier route and choose, well, no, I won't, won't put any money into marketing. I don't have to. And they're, they're not going to go out of business that next week if they don't do that marketing or even the next month or, or even the next year. But if you don't pay your rent one month and then it's, right. you're going to have people calling you, emailing you, knocking on your door, hitting you up for the rent. So I, I think there's just no urgency. There's no priority. And, and that comes back to just a, a fundamental understanding of, of what marketing is. And, and although it might seem like it's optional, if, if you want to run a good business for, for a decent amount of time and make it a career, it needs to be part of needs to be part of your your budget it needs to be part of what you invest in there's going to be some weeks that do well some weeks that don't do as well but the same way you you pay your your trainers to to coach people you know you pay your cleaner to clean the facility you pay your lawnmower man to mow the front of your 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 facility should be the same way that you invest in marketing a good example is we actually bought one of our gyms that we have now of another person and I'll remember this for the rest of my life. So do you run Facebook ads, mate? It's like, yeah, all the time, all the time. I never stopped running Facebook ads. So then we bought the gym where you got access to the page, access to his ad manager account. And over a three-year period, he spent $75 <laughs> on one ad. And it was a shit ad. It was like, I have fitness passport. Please join my gym. And yeah, it just didn't work. So I stopped doing it. I was doing it all the time. It just didn't work. 75 bucks in three years on a really shit ad shit offer, shit call to action. It's no wonder it didn't work. He spent seven, he didn't even know how much he spent. Like he just, just doesn't work. Facebook ads don't work. Do you know what, it, do you know what it reminds me of when you ask someone, so what, what diets have you tried in the past? And they say, oh, I've tried them all. And, and they, they, you know, none of them worked. Okay. So, so what have you actually tried? Oh, well, yeah, I guess I tried you know, macros and, and, and I did keto. Okay, like how long did you, were you counting your macros for? Oh, uh, a while. Oh, how long? Oh, maybe a week. And then, and then it's like, well, did you really try? Like, are, are you are you trying to contest that that if you're not in a calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight? Like, you gave it one week. And obviously, I'm not that blunt with them when you have this conversation, but it's the same the same thought process where people may think that they have tried Facebook ads and it hasn't worked or it worked a bit or whatever, but until you know who's tried Facebook ads, like we have, we've, we've been running them fairly consistently, like more weeks than not for, since 2015. So that's when we bought that, guess what it had? It had a $1,000 speaker in it. It had this big fuck off like, Sony 25 subwoofer. The music was loud and clear when he could have got a, he could have got a Yui boom for 200 bucks, but he chose to spend $800 on the nice speaker. He, we had one of those beautiful CrossFit clocks that was beeping left, right and center, counting up and down. E-moms that did it all, but he had no members. Yeah. It's crazy. 
So it's it it's comes back to just that marketing that marketing decision. It, it is always a decision. It's a question like should I market this week? Should I not? And you know we find that most people just choose choose not to. And that's where it just needs to become part of what people accept is is the cost of running a business. And and I don't, I don't like using these examples because it's so ridiculous when you compare these. You know, these our biz, our little our little gyms with <laughs> hundred people in it to, to McDonald's or Apple, but but even the best brands in the world market. Because if 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 these businesses stop marketing, if McDonald's stop marketing today, they, they'd have a terrible twenty twenty three. That that is the reality of it. That's how important it is. That's how important it is to be front of mind front of mind to customers. And let alone for your little gym in the in in the back of an industrial area, most of the town don't even know you're there. So it, it's it's significantly more important for small business, and and obviously we know that it's you know quite often that people have tried and failed with it. They've they've spent money on it and haven't gotten back. So it's important to have a system around it. But I think people need to be open to to the belief that marketing is part of running a business. And number three, mate, why people don't run ads is because they don't know how to get a profitable return or they're not tracking the numbers. And you know what? This is actually the one that, like, it's this is fair enough. Like, if people try to run ads and they just have the wrong strategy, maybe they're, they're trying hard, but the, the copy's just not great or the images aren't great or they don't have a good hook or their targeting's a bit off or, you know, whatever it may be, I, I can completely understand that because it's challenging. Like, it, it, it really is. But what isn't acceptable is when people try it their way, they go in blind or they watch a YouTube video, or they hear something, you know, and, and they try something and then it doesn't work and then they stop forever. So I think it's pretty safe to say when people see a result, they see leads coming through and they're converting those leads into sales and they know it works. But until that point, it, if it's not working, then they're not going to want to continue with it. It's the same, it goes back to the fitness analogy. Calorie deficits work. The person not losing body fat, they're not in a calorie deficit. It is as simple as that. They do not know how to stay in a calorie deficit over a sustainable period of time to ensure they lose the weight. Even the first couple of weeks when they start feeling better, their clothes start feeling better, they can't even maintain it to that point because they're trying to create that calorie deficit the wrong way. You are running your Facebook ads the wrong way. I cannot tell you how many accounts I've got into I'm not getting leads and they're optimizing for video views. And I don't want to get technical here, but like you, you, like step one of setting the campaign up, you're doing it poorly. Step two, you're trying to target really niche, like niche interest, which you don't need to do anymore. And step three, your offer sucks. I was in Perth, mate, on the weekend. Perth gyms, their offers suck. <laughs> Same with New South Wales gyms. There's a gym around the corner from me. And they run ads. And I, 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 I feel compelled to call this guy. He run ads for a seven-day free trial. And it's like a link-click ad. And it's to a Waterfy link. <laughs> the ad is to the Waterfy account where they book in a free session. And he runs ads once every six months because they don't work. Because he's running ads to a Waterfy link. And, I'm, and that's the thing. Like, he actually thinks he's doing a good job. He's saying what that other guy, Adamstown, was saying. Ads don't work. When just like... Geez, they're far off the mark. I guess to his credit, at least he's trying something. Something's better yeah, than nothing. That, 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 that's to my point where it's like if you're trying 
and, and it's just not working. Like, kudos for you for, for having a crack, but, but maybe it is that you need a little bit of help. Yeah. I think what one thing too, mate, like, like so when you were really into CrossFit, you paid a one-on-one -on -one personal trainer, Adam, and he got you amazing results with mobility. He improved your movement. He bad internal rotation, bad dorsiflexion. He cleaned it all up for you because he was an expert. When I wanted to lose weight, I'm a bit chubby sometimes. I worked with James Kent, an IFBB pro. You worked with Adam because Adam had better mobility than you. I work with James because he's nowhere near as fat as me. <laughs> like your clients work with you because you are probably in better shape than them and you can help improve their health. It's okay to need help. Yeah, and that's why it just becomes quite hypocritical because the same advice that you're giving your clients about, you know, you know, you should invest in yourself and your health and we can help you and, you know, you've let this go too long and you have your goals and this is how we're going to help you achieve them and then you, they say no. It's the same the same thing. Like you're wanting to grow your business, you're wanting to get improve your revenue, you're trying to make more profit, you, know, you want to have a better work-life balance, you want to have more time with your family. And then it's like, okay, well, this is what we need to do. And then if you don't pursue that or you don't think you need that, then that's on you. The same way it's on your clients, your overweight clients who, you know, 120 kilos and, and you're trying to help them with weight loss and they say, oh, no, now's not a good time. Like, when the fuck the is it going to be a good time? And in the back of those clients, you know what they're thinking? I can go for a walk. And you know what the gym owners are thinking? Facebook ads don't work. <laughs> or oh, I can do more organic or I can share my story or I'm going to hit my list more. It's just, it's just so hypocritical, so, so hypocritical. And we spent hmm, maybe $26,000, $27,000, mate, on coaching programs over the last two years. They're all phenomenal. And all three people had something in common. They had all done what we had wanted to accomplish. And I don't know what the return on that is going to be, but infinite, like infinite return. Well, I, th I think just we're so passionate about digital marketing, marketing and paid Facebook ads is because it's it's been it's given us the ability to grow our businesses so significantly, and and to the point where we are now more or less out of them, and now we're helping other people do the same, and they're getting great results. So there was a point in time where we thought, well, maybe that's just us. Maybe we have this magic formula that we can't pass on to anyone. But no, no not that magic. I mean, yeah. We're good operators. We we have good skills. You know, we have obviously good ads and good sales and everything. Good follow up, good staff, good program, everything you need. But there's a lot of people that have that too, and that's just where we we found that it, it can work for us. It's worked for other people, and that's why we, we really are, you know, passionate about helping people through this vehicle because it's done so much for us. So three suburbs: South Yarra, Hawthorne, Logan. South Yarra and Hawthorne, middle of Melbourne, Logan, about 10 minutes from Brisbane, all really tough areas to crack. They all got 50 leads last week for less than 10 bucks a lead. You might leave it I there. Like leave it. <laughs> all right, guys, have a lovely, lovely day. We're not angry. We're just trying to help you, all right? Yeah, just so, caught, yeah. Us on, caught us at the end of a long day. <laughs>